Do you want a cash-flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom? Sunsets and palm trees on your terms. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started with no money or credit and quickly grew a multi-million dollar portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson, and today I'm actually coming to you from Hawaii, in Kauai, my favorite island. We recorded this episode last week. I had to get it out. So Christy Keating, she is going to inspire you with such a rad story of having in a JLB, not exactly perfectly happy, wanted something more. And to get where she has gotten now is a true inspiration. If you are looking to be inspired, that no matter who you are, where you are, what your circumstances are, you can win. Christy's story is super powerful, and I can't wait for her to share. So let's get to it. Hey, Christy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Corey, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Man, I cannot get enough of these types of stories that we're going to tell. This is my favorite type of story, which is the rags to riches. That's really not rags to riches, but it's hero's journey of getting to a place where you're like, you've had enough and you're fed up and you say, you give your boss or whatever the finger kind of sort of, and then you go on this journey towards multifamily and you've got a very unique story of how you made it all work. But before we get into too much of that, Can you just let the audience know who you are as a person, as a woman, and just a little bit of background about you? Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, Corey, it's such a pleasure to be here. And you're such an awesome mentor and coach for so many. And I just really appreciate you having me on your show. Yeah, I was an oil and gas engineer. I'm going to say turn multifamily investor a couple of years ago. I was in the oil and gas industry for over 15 years. And what I did in the oil and gas industry was analyze deals. When they wanted to drill a well, they would come to me and say, hey, check this out, do the research, let us know it's going to be profitable. So that really was a really good uh, segue into the multifamily because I was already familiar with multi-million dollar deals and even billion dollar deals in the oil and gas industry. So it was a really easy transition from analyzing those deals into analyzing the multifamily deals. So that's where I am right now is I love underwriting deals. That's one of my favorite things to do. Right. So how did you get into the multifamily business? So let's talk about, so you're working in the oil and gas industry for 15 years, something happens and explain just, let's start from the beginning because yeah. you have a powerful story. And for you, everybody that's listening right now, I really want you to listen to this story because I think a lot of people, no matter where you're at, you can relate. Yeah. And she has a very relatable, authentic story that most people are probably on at some point in their journey now. And so I need you to take mental notes because she's going to give a lot of cheese and crackers, I guess I call it a lot of snacks, lots of things that you can grab a hold of and move your dials. So let's pay attention. (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks, Corey. Yeah. So I wasn't raised in a big wealthy family. We were poor. We were lived in trailers most of our life, those type situations. And so anybody that knows that type of situation knows the environment that we're raised in, right? So God really blessed me with the job in the oil and gas industry. I mean, it was one of those where I was 
smart enough to get in at the ground floor in the oil and gas industry in this particular company. They, they got me in as an admin. And from there, my career in the oil and gas industry just rocketed because they invested money in me for education and taught me things that I needed to learn. So over 15 years in the oil and gas industry and at the company that I was at, there were just some things that didn't feel right. And so that was a mutual agreement on the company and my behalf that it was no longer as of April of 2019. And I was like, all right, okay, Lord, where do you want me to go? What do you have for me? Right. So from there, I started looking back into real estate. My son and I opened a company for flipping houses back in 2012. And that was really just his focus. I left it for him. But I started saying, okay, let's go back into real estate because I know that real estate is solid. I know that somebody needs a place to live or everybody needs a place to live, right? That's where I went. So then I started seeing ads on Facebook for this multifamily thing. And I'm like, apartments, people own apartments. Like it never clicked to me because I was the one that was living in apartments, right? It never clicked to me that people actually own them. So I was like, hey, wait a minute. This may be somewhere that I can go. So 2019, I'm flipping a house and getting my education in multifamily. You have to have an education. You have to have a coach. You have to have somebody that is going to take you down the path that you need to go, right? Yeah. So you have to have that. If you don't have that, get it. That's all, that's all I can say. You're not going to be able to do it alone. I tried. It did not work. So I started looking at multifamily. And while again, while I was still flipping houses, education, anything that I could do to get educated in the multifamily space, I did. I went to conferences. And yes, conferences cost money. A lot of these conferences do cost money. But you know what? The best thing that I've learned at every one of these conferences is the people that you meet. You meet one person that can change your life. And I'll tell you that story. It's part of my story. Just one person can change your entire life. The networking at a lot of the conferences, meetup groups, anything that you can go to physically get there or even Zoom calls nowadays, they have meetup Zoom calls. It doesn't matter how you do it. Just start meeting people, shaking hands and getting their knowledge that they're willing to give you. And don't expect everything for free because it's not for free. Not everything is free, right? Right. But meetup groups, the majority of the meetup groups are free. And there are so many people that will speak at a meetup group and give you so much of their knowledge and experience. It'll blow your mind. So Chrissy, one of the biggest takeaways here, I think, is invest in yourself, right? I mean, that, yes. was, that was really your first step. Yes. Doing it the other way, you realize that it's not always single family deal was, how did it, how did it turn out? So that was actually my last flip, if you will. And I made about $1,800 on that because it was during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> we put it on the market one month before the whole pandemic Everything shut hit. down, right? Yeah. Yes. And I was like, oh, this is a horrible time to put a house on the market. No one's yeah. even going to look. Everybody's staying in their home. There's no correct that first three months. No one was doing anything. Movement was zero. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I had even talked to my partner. Hey, let's take this off the market and put it back on whenever things get a little bit better. Now nah, let's not do that because you know when people look at listings, why has this been on the market for 95 days? Right. Well, pandemic. <laughs> right. So, exactly. Yeah. But alongside that, though, you were already really consuming education. Yes. On the multifamily. So you'd already kind of made a fork in the road at that point that you were going to start looking into the multifamily space. 
mm-hmm. then as you started developing that, you started going to more conferences yes. and really investing. I mean, that what I always call investing in yourself. And then yes. eventually, a lot of times, I always recommend to find a coach or a mentor, right? Pay for it. Yes. It's worth its weight gold because they really can fast track you to success, right? Yes, absolutely. 100%. So let's continue. Continue on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So end of 2019, 2020, put the last flip on the market, still doing what I can to get into any type of networking event that I can get to. But they're starting to slowly shut down, right? Yeah, that was really, they were, everybody was COVID again. We're not doing, we're not doing anything at live events anymore. Yep, correct. So after that, the house is on the market and I'm at the point where I've all my money's in this house. I can't get the money out. I can't do anything. So I lose my place to live. I think I'm going to lose my car. So I ended up moving to my son's basement, right? So because he has a small apartment basement. And so actually it's not that small, but it's a small apartment basement that he had available. Nobody was living in it. I'm like, well, thank the Lord I'm headed your way. And that was my trip from Texas to Georgia. So Georgia, I started looking for- Can I time out for a minute? Yeah, 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 let's go. Because I, I got to say this, man. For anybody listening right now, I know you glazed over it, but I just understand the feeling because I've done the same thing. I don't know if you know this, but I moved out of my personal house, right? To move in with my wife's sister in a bedroom, right? Same situation because I had to get out of debt, right? We were, and I had two kids with me and it was like all the neighbors are looking at you saying, what's going on? What are you doing? And really it's like, all this stress and uh, yeah. are they going to know? And then finally, what we said was we're finally like, screw it. We're trying to get out of debt, dude. Yeah, we're going to go live with my sister. And I stopped making apologies for it. And so this is what I got to do. So it is what it is. Absolutely. I am not ashamed of what I had to go through. Yeah. I'm actually very thankful for what I had to go through. Because, because it molds it, you into the thing. Yes. And, that makes the, and it strengthens you. It makes the story so much better. Yeah, it strengthens you for sure. So by the time I moved to Georgia, I'm just going to throw this out there. So I did get a coaching program, right? And the coaching program was about $38,000 is what I ended up investing, right? And of course, it was all on credit card. Yeah. Well, well, after that, that was just the initial, right? And because I was so new, I thought that I needed everything that they told me I needed. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. If you want to learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room. Yeah, they made you buy everything, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before it was over with, I ended up twice that much. So I'm in over $80,000 basically in this education program, which I will say. I wish I would have got you in my education program. It would have cost you a lot less, but that's okay. Oh, stop it, stop it. <laughs> Had I known you, Corey? Had I known you at the time? It would have been a little different. It still ain't going to matter though when you get to this end, the, the right. end. So I understand. But at the time, it's every dollar you got, right? Every dollar, right? So I had all of that on credit card debt. I had all the trips that I had to take for this coaching program on the credit card debt. Not to mention all of the living that I ended up having to do, all the bills that I ended up having to pay on credit cards, all of this, it was about 250000 in debt at this point. And all of it, with the exception of my car, all of it was on credit card debt. The car was like 8000 I still owed on the car and that I believed I was going to lose. So all of that, I take all of that and I moved to Georgia. <laughs> 
right? And I actually start looking for, for jobs that can pay the credit card bills because I don't want a bad name. I mean, right? Because I was making six figures in the oil and gas industry. So I don't want a bad name if I can get these credit cards paid off as fast as I can. Well, I was able to keep most of them up, okay? So, but I started looking for jobs in the oil and gas industry that I could do online. I started looking for any kind of little office jobs I could do online. Nobody really was hiring in online because, again, it was still at the very beginning of the pandemic. So there's such thing as an essential worker. Somebody dubbed people essential workers, right? Corey, I haven't told you this part. One of them was Instacart delivery people, right? And so I knew how much I needed to make in a week to pay a bill. And I would go and I would bust my rear end for 12 or 14 hours a day for that week delivering groceries to be able to pay the rent or pay my bills, pay the credit card bills. And so that's what I did in all of 2020. And to say I made a little bit less than my three figures is an understatement. This feels like the pursuit of happiness story. Right? Yeah, it definitely was. Because <laughs> it's humbling to go, I'm going to go oh do this job. Here I am going from six figures to doing this. Yep. But you know it's got to get done and you're going to do it anyways. But this is where I think you were very clear on your goal and where you were going. Yes. You just weren't there yet. Correct. But the whole time. But you saw yes. it crystal clear, right? Absolutely. I knew exactly where I was going. Absolutely knew where I was going. Because whenever I would get done delivering groceries, I would come back home and I would start looking on different websites for multifamily deals. I would stop in the middle of the day, pull over in the middle of the day and call brokers and keep calling them and keep calling them until somebody answered, right? I was bound to determined, regardless if I had groceries in my backseat or not, if a broker called, I would stop and answer the phone, right? Hell yeah, dude. I was bound to determined that I knew where I was going and I wasn't going to let groceries or bills stop me that gets me so pumped up right now i love this story because i'm telling you anybody that i've ever seen successful christy i'm telling you i'm thinking of myself right i mean there was times where no one else is watching i'm like i'm working till three o'clock in the morning i've got blinders yeah. on i'm broke as hell but I know I've, I, I'm doing this work. I don't care. I got to get yes. this. I got to learn this. I got to get this information. And I was completely, absolutely obsessed with it, right? And I just knew that if, if I would continue, I would find the cracks. They would open up and they would start pouring out some cash. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. So in 2020, Corey, and with the exception of the 1800 that I made on flipping the house, actually selling it five months later, I got a 1099 from Instacart, $13,972. You can pay that bill too now, right? <laughs> no, no, no. The 1099. Yeah. 1099. That's what I made. Oh. That's how much I made yep. was $13,972 in all of 2020. I'm like, what? That's all I made in 2020. So then I had a friend of mine that I had met at a networking event by the name of Kim Winlin. She's part of Quattro Capital. Remember I said at the beginning of this, one person can change your life. Just meet one person in a networking event that can change your life. I met her in a networking event and we were both Texas girls. And she's like, I don't know why two Texas girls are not partners in some way. We need to figure this out. And so. 
We started talking. We started building that relationship. She actually came out to the house flip and I was behind the detached garage on a phone with an investor talking to him about a deal I didn't even have yet, but he needed to invest in me to invest in that deal, right? She comes around the corner. She said, what are you doing? I'm like, it's an investor. I've got to talk to the investor. And she's like, okay. So I hung up and she's like, you've got hammers and saws and everything going on. The only quiet place you find is back behind the garage and you're talking to an investor. I said, yes, what else am I supposed to do? This is not where I want to be. I want to be in apartments. She's like, we have got to be partners somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, isn't that the epitome of, now we've not even talked about the good stuff about that relationship, right. but I just truly believe if you do something long enough and hard enough and with all your might, with all your Absolutely. will, eventually someone will pay attention or you will get movement in that thing. Yeah. And usually that thing can pay you money, right? If you're that focused yeah. and obsessed with it, right? And I think that's what you had is a very healthy obsession with wanting to get out of your current situation to a new situation, right? Yes, indeed. So let's talk about what happened next. Then. So all of the hard work on building the broker relationships really paid off. So I had found, so this is a little tip for the newbies out there. I know every educational program that I know of, maybe not Corey's, I don't know, but all the rest of them that I know of will basically tell you to stay away from LoopNet. So yes and no. I don't necessarily go to LoopNet to necessarily look for deals to buy, but I do go to LoopNet if I'm going into a new area to build relationships with brokers, right? So I'll get on LoopNet. That's what I teach. Yeah. Oh, really? Awesome. I do. In fact, I go, you can do it. To actually, I have, there's two ways. The hard yeah. way is to go to LoopNet. The easy way is to call. I have a broker that will go and pull all, use a CoStar and pull all the listing brokers in that market for you. There you go. Yeah, I have that now too, but I didn't a year and a half ago. Yes. A year and a half ago, I didn't have that. So I went to LoopNet because I started building relationships here in Georgia, right? Because yeah. I'm yes. boots on the ground in Georgia now. So I went to LoopNet and I'm like, huh, I'm just going to find a deal that I know for sure that we don't want that it's not going to work. And I'm going to call this broker. So I found a deal and I called him. I said, Mr. Broker, this one doesn't work for our investors. Of course, I mean, fake it till you make it, right? Yeah. So this one doesn't work for our investors. What else do you have in your pipeline that you can send me? He said, okay, well, we talked for about 20 minutes, hung up, not even 10 minutes later, he sends me an off-market deal. I go and look at that off-market deal with my capital partners over at Quattro and a property management company, along with a broker. We walk the property. We make a nice offer on it. We are top one. We're going to get this thing. A owner of another apartment complex around the corner comes in the day after best and final with hard money day one. And we don't do hard money day one, right? So, but that won the deal over us. Our brokers felt so bad that they gave us another off-market deal. And as far as we know, we were the only ones that saw it. Yeah. So we ended up closing that deal in January of 2021. Beautiful. So we've had that a little over a year. How did that feel? <laughs> it felt great. Felt more than great because we had a decent acquisition fee built in. Mm -hmm. 
And Quattro Capital knew, the partners there knew the situation that I was in, and they were very generous and very gracious on that first acquisition fee for me. It almost paid off all of my credit card debt. Are you ready for retirement? The majority of Americans are not. Failing Social Security and dated financial planning practices put strains on many retirees' finances. 46% of Americans admit they are not taking steps to prepare for the likelihood they outlive their retirement savings. Luckily, it's not too late. Diversify your portfolio. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. To learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room. Amen. Right? Just like that. Yep. And One so deal. I've got multiple episodes in my uh, podcast, and we'll put it in the show notes, of us talking with Quattro Capital. We've talked a couple of their partners, yeah. and they're all great episodes, right? So make sure you go listen to those because you can get the kind of the full effect of what we're talking about here. Definitely. And this is really how... You can put a deal together. Everybody thinks you got to be, you have to do all of it. And the truth is, it's really, you don't. No. You really don't. I recommend you don't. It's actually the easiest, I say the easiest part. It's not easy. And even because you gloss over all the hard work, all the calls, all the broker relations, like that didn't happen overnight. It, that took time and seasoning and repetitive calls. And then along the way, as you're working that deal up, the first one that falls out, you must have gotten so close to the broker that he really did feel bad. And off deal in the marketplace happens all the time, to, especially yeah. when a, a broker already knows you're vetted and that you can buy and you're ready. Yeah. Because they're just going to sell and say, hey, listen, I've got this deal. If I can get this price, will you take it? Yep. And the guy goes, yeah, I'll take that. Because that's what the broker's selling. I'm going to make this really easy. We're not to worry about it. I'm going to get you an offer. And then everybody wins. Everybody looks good too. Definitely. So yeah, we had two other deals after that with that particular broker. And we were the only ones that saw those two deals. I think altogether, it's 463 units now that just from that one broker. And we were the only ones that saw those deals. Right on. Yeah. So thanks for looking up for uh, Christy. Yes, they are. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they are. What was your biggest takeaways along this journey? Because, I mean, that's in roughly three years, two years, three years, right? Yeah, two and a half. Yeah. And how many units right now do you have? Like, that's just more just yours, right? You're part of it, right? How many, or projects sometimes, I like to call projects because I, everybody talks about doors. But. Right. So the projects that I have. So I closed four or five deals last year with Quattro Capital and another alliance partner that they have as well. And I am 764 units altogether. And then currently we have another 220 under contract. So I'm excited. I'm almost to that thousand mark. Yes. (laughs) Word up. So did you help start raising capital along that process too? I did. So previously I had done some house flips with some investors as well. Mm -hmm. And I had those relationships and I was able to basically transition those relationships from single family, which they are no longer doing, thanks to me, over into multifamily. And they've invested almost $5 million in our deals so far and three different deals. Bingo. Yeah. How huge is that? That's huge, right? That's huge. I had this relationship with him, with this little company for 
I don't know, a couple of years, right? Mm -hmm. Number one, I didn't know they were interested in multifamily. And that was just a conversation. I said, hey, they asked me, when's our next house flip? I'm like, I think I'm really going to go head towards multifamily. I'm like, wait, we're interested in that. And and that was just a conversation. And from there, it got us close to $5 million. And when you can raise money and find the deal, that usually helps Christy a lot in the negotiations of how it all pans out, right? Yes, for sure. So you're in a great spot right now. I can tell you're excited as I'll get out, right? I am. What does your future look like? What do you envision now, now that you've had the taste of it? And it's very well, I think, it looks well on you, by the way, right? Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, it does. It feels really great. I kind of want to, so the first thing is my time freedom. I'm doing all this for my time freedom. I have three grandchildren. I have two, two grand boys and one baby grand girl. And I want to be able to spend my time with them more than sitting behind a desk in nine to five Monday through Friday. Right. Yeah. And hoping and praying that my boss will approve a vacation time for me. Right. Yeah. I want to be on vacation whenever I want to be on vacation. I want to go see my grandchildren whenever I want to go see them and not have to get permission from somebody. What are you showing them too? Like now they get to see grandma in a whole different light too. Yes. There is such a release that happens when you work and you get to the place of peace, right? What's your sensei? Oh man, my boys, they're awesome. So I'm going to spill this and I haven't told anybody this, and this is just on just for Corey here. Get an exclusive. So the last acquisition that I did, oh, I might get emotional on this one because it's so good. I was able to help my son in Arizona with a down payment on a house for him and his family. And so I'm, they were living in a slumlord apartment complex. And if I would have been able to buy the complex, it would have been different, but it would have taken a lot to turn that one around. But I was able to fund a down payment for them with all the closing costs and everything. And they're moving next weekend into a safer environment for my granddaughter. I'm so excited. I'm excited. I'm emotional. And that to me means more than anything else. Knowing that my granddaughter can be stable and secure and not have to worry about what's going on next door, right? That to me means more than anything else. So that's my legacy. I want to leave that behind, knowing they're taken care of. That is putting a mark on it, right? Oh, uh, yes. 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 Waterworks. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's the real part of this show, man. I love it. I'm thankful that you were vulnerable enough to share. And I heard it and felt it. I know everybody else listening did it as well, because that's the real part of the why. You just heard it of like to go through all the things that you just went through, this story that you just told, and it was not easy. I think that makes the tears flow even easier. And I know for me, when I think about the pain and the struggle that finally get to a point, you can do something extraordinary. It just rushes into you. And it's really, it can become joy, right? It's a joy. It um, is. It absolutely is. <laughs> so congratulations, Christy. Thank you. That is such an amazing to that your generations, right? And listen, you're not done. No, not even close. No, not even close. This is only the beginning. This is only the beginning. You're just getting started. Yeah. So one thing that I really want to really get across to your listeners, like I tried my best to do this by myself for a year, right? Yeah. I was calling brokers. I was calling investors. I was trying to find the, I was doing all of this by myself for over a year. 
And the team is where it is, right? Find your team, find your tribe, find your team. And mine happens to be Amy Silvis of Silvis Capital. She, she is just amazing. Her and I, we've just locked arms in finding deals and taking them down with Quattro Capital, right? They're my team. I cannot stress enough how much I love those people, right? We're partners. We're going to be basically married for the next five to seven years, if not longer, but they're amazing people and they're my team. Don't do it yourself. Find your team and make it an interview. If your values don't line up with their value or their values don't line up with your values, maybe it's not a good fit, right? Make sure that that's there. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Great words of wisdom. So as we kind of wrap up to the show, any books or anything that you've been kind of paying attention to that's really helped turn your needle or turn the dial for you? So one of the easiest books that I read in the beginning, and I still will reference it occasionally. He may be your competitor. I don't know, but it's the Joe Fairless book, best ever apartment syndication book. I marked it up. I learned a lot in that book and I've marked it up and I've done everything that I can do. Not necessarily to promote Joe Fairless. He's a great guy. He's got a great program, but that book walks you through step-by-step exactly what needs to happen during the process. And it's just one of the books that I really, I really do recommend, highly recommend to everybody that wants to get an apartment syndication. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to have a nice roadmap to get at least the yeah. idea and the concepts. The idea all, and the concepts. There you go. out, right? And then from there, you know how to take action to move forward, right? Yeah. So, and of course, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that's a given. You got to do that one. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, listen, so if you could give anybody that's listening any advice today, what is that advice? Don't give up. You're going to want to give up. So many days, you're going to want to give up. Stay focused. Stay focused on your legacy. Stay focused on your future and don't give up. When you feel like you're giving up, call somebody that can encourage you not to give up. Just don't give up. If you don't give up, you will see the prize. Wonderful. Those are wonderful words. Guys, hopefully you've listened to this podcast and you've been inspired and filled with hope and ambition and all the things that you need to be successful. Success doesn't happen by chance. People go out and take it. They make a commitment and they start moving inch by inch. Every day they get better and better. Christy is a very testament to that process, guys. But it started with belief. She put it in her mind. She formed that idea and she boldly proclaimed and went forward. And she never looked back, guys. Guys, success happens by choice. If you believe it, you can achieve it. And your paradise is possible.